Praise the Lord, everybody. Amen. It's good to be here this morning. Uh, on Sundays, I don't know whether to say good morning, or good afternoon, or good evening. Praise God. Amen. So glad to have Pastor back. Amen. Uh, what a letdown for everybody else this morning. Amen. <laughs> I got no last on my part, so I assume you're agreeing with me. Amen. I sure would be... Uh, always enjoy to hear Brother Riggin preach, and I know he sent some of us a, a message and kind of gave us a little taste of some things that took place, and uh, I've yet to hear the full story, but I am ready to hear myself uh, what God did there, and uh, just exciting, amen, to what God is doing, praise the Lord, amen, I'm so happy, amen, that things, um, I know there's always running up some bumps and some issues that every time he goes, and, uh, but you know what? God always does something wonderful. I'm so thankful for that. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Well, if you have your Bibles this morning, I would like to turn to the book of John, chapter 10. Amen. John, chapter 10. I don't do as good about getting Brother Josh scriptures and lists and such, but you'll do all right. John, chapter 10, verse number 9 and 10. And then we'll jump to verse 16. Amen. Verse number 9 says, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they, the sheep, might have life. Amen. The sheep might have life or safety from the thief. If you're reading through here, that's what he's talking about here, the thief. He says, I've come that the sheep could be safe from the thief. Amen. And that they might have it more abundantly. Verse 16, And other sheep I have, which are not of this fold, them also I must bring. And they shall hear my voice, and there shall be one fold and one shepherd. Praise God. Amen. He's come that the sheep might have life and life more abundantly. Praise God. I wish for you to put your Bibles down. Let's pray and ask God to have his way here this morning. Lord, we love you, Jesus. So thankful for your goodness to us. God, I pray you'd anoint this word today. Anoint our hearts to hear. Lord, help us to receive the word, God, as it is from, from you today. Help me, Lord. Anoint my lips to speak your word. Use me. Make me a vessel, God, unto you and unto your glory. Yeah, we love you and ask you to do these things. In Jesus' name we pray. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Jesus said he's the door. Amen. He is the door of the sheepfold. Praise God. Amen. There's an entrance into the fold of God. Amen. There's a way in to the kingdom of God. Amen. And uh, as we think about this, uh, there's a door. He said, I am the door. Therefore, you're either in or you're out. Praise God. Just, I'm not the brightest guy in the world, but that seems to be the, what Jesus is saying here. You're either in or you're out. Amen. And he says, but I'm the way in. Hallelujah. Thank God. Amen. He came. We just celebrated, amen, the birth of Jesus. We celebrated, amen, his, uh, him coming to this earth, him robing himself in flesh. Amen. So that he could take on a body. Amen. And die upon a cross. Amen. He was the door. Praise God. We've got to follow him. We've got to enter in through the door. Praise God. If we want into the kingdom of God, we've got to get in through him. Praise the Lord. Amen. And not only uh, that, uh, he goes on and says, by me, if any man enter in, he'll be saved. Praise God. And we talk about this. You've got to get into, amen, the fold of the Lord and through the Lord Himself, if you want into the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. We've got to go in through Him. We've got a particular way. We've got a specific way. Amen. There's there's no back way into the kingdom of God. Amen. There's no alternate route, if you will, into the kingdom. He didn't say, you know what, if you don't come in by me, there's a back door chance. Uh, or if you, if you come in some other way, I, I'll accept you in. No, he says if you come in, you're going to come in through me. Praise God. 
and you'll be saved. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, it's this, this idea, if you will, bear with me just a little while. I, I want to draw the parallel, amen, between the kingdom of God and Jesus talking about it being, amen, sheep and a sheepfold. Amen. Animals. Amen. He drew a parallel so that we could understand and we could draw some conclusions from this. And we should draw some conclusions from the stories and the parables, amen, that Jesus told because they're powerful, they're simple to understand. And many times we, we, if we would align ourselves and say, hey, how do I fit into this picture? How do I fit into this parable? How does this apply to me? How does this apply to the church? It's very simple, and it answers many questions that you might have, amen, about how you fit in and how, how your relationship, amen, with the shepherds should be and how your relationship, amen, with, with others within the flock should be. I'm talking, amen, about going into the door and being a part of God's church. Being a part of his kingdom, amen, making it to heaven. That's what we're talking about today. I don't know if you, you're not here because uh, just uh, hopefully for a social uh, club because I, I think you're here today because somewhere along when you breathe your last breath, you're hoping to go to heaven. I think that's what we're all here for. I don't know about you, but I, I'm, not, I'm not here because of the world that I live in. I, I want to get beyond the old flesh. And, and pastors talking about the, the padded pews and the, and the carpet. And, and you know what? That's nice. And I do appreciate it as well. But you know, they have a struggle in Africa. And I've not been there. Amen. There, there's a struggle of poverty. Amen. And many of them need the Lord. And that's the hope. But I'm talking today. Amen. Because of the padded pews and because of the carpet. Amen. I'm talking that's going to keep some folks out of heaven as well amen it's because of the comfort it's because of the softness that we are enduring here amen we can say well i'm glad i'm here but you know what if it meant me going to heaven or not lord send me to africa lord send me wherever because i must be saved hallelujah i hope that's your desire today is i must be saved i want it to be a part of god's kingdom i want to be a part of his fold if you will hallelujah he says you got to come through me. Ephesians 4 and 5 says there's one Lord and one faith and one baptism. There's no other baptism than in Jesus' name and by complete submersion because that's what the, Jesus taught. That's what the apostles taught. There's one way. I always talk about often, amen, folks that we witness to and, and, and are teaching and, and Gardner about this whole concept. How many religions are there in the world? And they say, well, I don't know, hundreds and Thousands. If there's just many, many ways uh, out there, I said, that's not God's desire. That's not God's plan. Amen. That's not what God ever intended. He says, I am the door. Amen. The world's trying to say there's many doors, but the, but the Lord is saying, I am the door. There's only one way in. Praise God. Amen. All the many doors of this world have to offer. All the, all the variations, amen, of salvation, if you will. The modes of baptism, the modes of receiving the Spirit, however they want to cast it, praise God. If it doesn't mimic the door, if it doesn't line up with the Word of God, amen, all it does is breed confusion in the minds. I've talked to people who've been to this church and many, every church and, and every, oh yeah, I've heard it all. God never intended, amen. But you know what? Satan somewhere along the line came in, amen, and bred confusion. Amen. God is not the author of confusion, so it had to be Satan himself come in. Amen. And, and the variation over here, because you know what's taking place is, is, is somebody else has cry, tried to make a way into the fold. Amen. Some other way. They've taken a scripture. They've taken uh, out of context and, and twisted it around, and, and it doesn't line up with the plan of God. Hallelujah. There's only one plan of salvation. Amen. That's not my opinion. Jesus says, I am the door. He said, he would have said, I am one of the doors if there were many ways in. Amen. If there was multiple ways to be saved, he says, he would have said, I, I am an access. I, I'm, I am a way in. But he says, I am the door. Praise God. I feel the Holy Ghost this morning. Amen. I really struggled with preaching today with what I was going to preach. And, and, but you know what? I, I really feel like God's just speaking today to somebody's heart, to somebody's mind. You need to hear this. You need to understand there's only one way. There's only one way. There's only one way. Amen. Don't be confused by the other ways. Go into the way the Lord says. Go into the way that God says. He is the way. Amen. He is the way. The truth and the life. No man's going to enter in except by him. Hallelujah. 
If you're confused, it's not God's fault. If you're confused, amen, you got to understand the devil's messing and playing in my mind because God is not that author of confusion. If you're confused about what, amen, plan of salvation, it's because the devil doesn't want you to know the truth. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. We, church, we've got to understand, amen, that he is the door. If any man enter in, he shall be saved. Praise God. At night, they would bring the sheep into a, a, a large area a, a, of safety, if you will, a contained area, amen, and it had stone walls and it had uh, thorn bushes, if you will, and things up top to keep out animals and to keep out thieves and to keep out those, amen. So they would all bring their sheep into this one location, amen, amen, for the safety of the night, amen. And then in the morning time, amen, but they would set a watch, they would set a porter at the door, Amen. There was somebody there that was allowing, amen, the sheep in. Praise God. There was somebody there guarding the entrance of the door, of the, of the fold in the nighttime. Praise God. And when Jesus said, if you enter in, you'll be saved. Amen. Amen. Because if you didn't belong, amen, the thief, praise God, if, if you were to come in, amen, and he didn't know you, and, and you weren't, uh, he was somebody you didn't, he didn't know uh, that you belonged there. Praise God. Amen. Uh, you wouldn't be allowed in. Not only would you not be allowed in, amen, you, you'd have a hard time him just saying, oh, well, uh, go on about your business. Amen. If you came in to do harm unto the sheep, if you didn't belong, amen, I believe your life was in danger. Praise God. Amen. So when you come to the fold, you've got to come in to the door. And if you come in, you shall be saved. And not only that, and many times we talk about coming in, Amen. Into the kingdom of God. Being saved being, uh, and being uh, saved from the world. Praise God. But Jesus goes on. He says, not only if you come in, but you'll be able to go in and out and find pasture. That speaks to me as you, you, you've become a part of the flock. You've become, you've, you've assimilated and you've become a part of the flock. Amen. You, you've become a part of the group. Hallelujah. You're no longer an, on, uh, an onlooker. If you, I want to be a part of the flock. I want to be a part of the kingdom of God. Amen. And you come in the door. You're making a commitment to join the flock. You're making a commitment. Amen. Amen. Everything that's associated with being a part of the kingdom of God, you're saying, I want to be a part of that. I want to be, I want to be in tune with that. I, I, I want my life to be a part. I want to join in with what's going on there. Amen. Because Jesus said, if I come in the door, I'm going to be a safe. If I come in the door, I'm going to be a part in, and I'll be able to go in and come out and, and my needs are going to be taken care of. God's going to make sure everything's going to be alright if I get to be a part of the flock and kingdom of God. It's more than just speaking in tongues. It's more than just running the aisles. I'm talking about when you join the kingdom of God, when you walk through the door of salvation, you join the kingdom of God and the family of God. Hallelujah. Praise God. It's more than that. Hallelujah. It's more than just, uh, it's more than just uh, uh, Acts 2.38. Amen. We have a book of the Bible, the, 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 the book of Acts, the Acts of the Apostles. And it speaks of, amen, the founding of the church. That's where a lot of folks go kind of look haywire. They look to Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John and say, well, John 3.16 says all you got to do is believe. And you'll not perish, you'll have everlasting life. Amen. But the Bible doesn't stop there. Jesus says, you know what, this New Testament, this new covenant, it's going to happen if you go to Jerusalem. And you wait, and I'm going to send you the new promise, the new covenant. Amen. Amen. The Bible says in Hebrews that that covenant doesn't become effective until the, 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 that one that, that made the promise is dead. Amen. I'm talking, if you go, I've mentioned this, and I know I've probably preached this before, but if you... If you have a will, last will and testament, right? You have a lot of things in your, in, at home. You have a nice home. You got a car. You got stocks, bonds. You have all this stuff. And you write your children a will, your last will and testament. Amen. Amen. Those kids may go, you know what? That stuff's mine. Dad goes, over my dead body. Right? Because none of it's yours until dad's dead. Until the one who makes the promise is dead. Amen. Does that New Testament, does that covenant become effective? Amen. Are you with me? Do you understand that today? Amen. There was a new covenant. 
amen, that Jesus came to establish. Uh, there was a new promise, amen. It, it was established upon, a new covenant was established on better promises. He came, amen, amen, as, as the lamb. He came as the sacrifice, a perfect sacrifice, a perfect lamb, amen, not blood of bulls and goats, but himself robed in flesh. He came as a perfect sacrifice. It's better than what it used to be, amen. It's established upon him because he's the way and the truth and the life. He's the door in. Praise God. Amen. So uh, I always tell people, I say, okay, if the promise of, of the new covenant doesn't become effective until the death of the one who made the promise. And you're saying John 3, 16 is salvation. Who was speaking those words? Well, Jesus. Well, was he dead? No. Well, the new covenant wasn't established yet. When did he die? At the end of the John, at the end of Matthew, at the end of Mark. So what is Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John doing? They're leading us to, amen, the plan of salvation. They lead us to the beginning. They lead us to the new covenant, amen. And we open up the book of Acts, amen. And we see, amen, Jesus with his disciples, amen, telling them, say, hey, stay in Jerusalem. Go there until you get what I've promised you. And they do, amen. And they submit to Amen. They're a man of God. They submit to the one, amen, that has, has told them and taught them for so many years now and, and has given them direction and guidance. And so they enter in to the door. Praise God. They enter in. So we have the book of Acts where God's promise is fulfilled. Souls are filled with Acts. Amen. 2, 1 through 4, we see the first people ever receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Amen. We see the first time God's Spirit is poured out upon all flesh. Amen. And we see that over and over again. Amen. Occur to individuals. The apostles going forth. Amen. They continued. The Bible says steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. Amen. What was that? It was repentance. Baptism in Jesus' name. Amen. For the remission of sins and receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost. That was the message. That was the promise. That was the covenant. Amen. Amen. Jesus said, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Amen. His promise was, his promise was I'm not just going to be with you anymore. I'm, I'm going to be in you. I'm going to fill you with my spirit. Praise God. Amen. And we find the book of Acts, a great, tremendous revival. The Apostle Paul and the Apostle uh, Peter and all the, other, uh, all the other apostles. Amen. And churches being established and great, wonderful things. Many people entered into the door. Many, many souls, amen, became a part of the church. Many people became a part of the family of God. They took on his name at baptism. Amen. They were regenerated. They were washed. They were saved from the old ways and saved from the old. They said, I want to enter in. And they were saved. Hallelujah. But there's a part of this that Jesus says, amen. We talk about that and it's wonderful. And I thank God, amen, that I have access, amen, into the kingdom of God, into his family. Amen. But he goes on and says, and shall go in and out and find pasture. Once these individuals got saved, once they became a part of the church, amen, we find most of the New Testament written to these individuals who have entered into the kingdom of God on how to stay saved, how to go in and how to come out. Warnings of concern, warnings of, hey, the thief. That was what Jesus was concerned about was the thief. He was concerned about the thief coming in. He says, you might enter in. You might become a part. But listen, if you're going to stay, if you're going to be safe, if you're going to be okay, if you're going to survive in this, in this environment, if you're going to survive in the family, in my family, you're going to survive in the family of God, amen, you've got to know how to stay in. You've got to understand how you fit into this family. You've got to understand how my family works. You've got to understand how the kingdom of God works. Too many, I believe, think, hey, i got the Holy Ghost. I've been baptized. I'm good. Amen. And then they lose the principle, amen, that Jesus was talking about. There's a thief. If you understand anything about what Jesus was talking about, amen, he is the shepherd. He is the chief shepherd. We, as his people, are sheep. 
He typed it that way. It was his decision. He's sovereign. God can do whatever he desires to do. And he chose to type you and me as sheep. Well, the sheep are the ones that enter into his flock. He also talks about goats and sheep, too. Amen. Those are the ones that are part of. Those aren't very welcome into the, into the house of God. Because you ever had a goat? We've thought about it. We live out in the country. and we, People ask, are you going to get some goat? No, I'm not getting a goat. A goat will eat anything and everything. You could put nice, good food out there, but it'll rather, they'd rather eat your side of your house. They'd rather eat kids' toys in the yard. They'd rather eat everything but what it was given. Amen. It's just unsettled. It's everywhere. It's just you can't keep it reined in. you got to keep it tied up on a short. If you don't want it to destroy anything. So Jesus, it says that if you're going to be a part of my family, you're going to be a sheep. Hallelujah. Amen. Is everybody with me this morning? Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. It's like... Amen. I'm just making sure because sometimes I think I'm lost. Praise God. Just kidding. That was a joke. Praise God. Amen. But we are the sheep of God. We enter into his kingdom. Now what do sheep do? Because sheep don't walk in the fold and go and die. Sheep have a purpose. They're beneficial. A shepherd doesn't keep sheep just because... He likes, he says, oh, this is fun. I like to watch sheep run around. No. There's things that a sheep will produce. Amen. There's wool for clothes. There's skins. There's meat. There's, there's all kinds of things. There's a benefit. That's a benefit. You are a benefit to the kingdom of God. You are a benefit to the kingdom of God. Somehow, some way. Amen. God has a purpose for your life. There's a purpose and intention. Amen. For bringing us into the fold. Praise God. You come into the kingdom of God, we continue. Amen. He makes sure that we can go out to pasture. He makes sure that we can come in at night. Praise God. We're a part. How does his kingdom work? He's typed it as a fold. Amen. There's a thief out there trying to kill and destroy the sheep. It's called Satan. And he wants to destroy you. He wants to destroy your family with sin. He wants to destroy your family with, uh, with divorce. He wants to destroy your children with rebellion. He wants to destroy. That's his purpose. He'll still some, he'll steal somebody up from, from your home or something from you out of your life uh, or kill. He doesn't care. Amen. As long as, amen, he can get his hands upon the sheep. That's what Jesus was concerned with. It says the thief will come but to kill, to steal, and to destroy. Amen. But if you enter in, he says, I've come. I've come. Jesus said, I've come that the sheep Amen. Are going to be safe from the from the thief. They're going to be okay. I've come. I'm the shepherd. I'm going to take care of you. Amen. As long as you can go in and come out. Amen. Under under my plan and under my program, I've got set up. Amen. It's going to be all right. The thief won't get you if you just follow. Amen. What I've established. I've got a fold. Amen. I've got a shepherd. Amen. If you stay in the fold at nighttime, if you stay in the fold. Amen. If you go in when the shepherd says go in. You're going to be okay. Amen. And, and you shepherd, uh, sheep. Uh, amen. Bringing your little, little sheeps along with you as you come. God's got a plan. It's a fold. It's a fold. It's his fold. It's his fold. Hallelujah. Amen. It's his kingdom. It's his way of doing things. It's his business. Hallelujah. He's going to keep us safe. He's going to keep us safe. I want to make that commitment and say, I want to be a part of the kingdom of God. Now you're under the authority of the shepherd. Because the shepherd's going to say, hey, I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to make sure you got grass to eat, water to drink. I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to make sure it's all going to be okay for the sheep. Sheep have no defense or offensive mechanism. The safety of a sheep relies upon the knowledge and the strength and the willingness and the ability of the shepherd. Jesus says, I've come that you might have life. Hallelujah. You have a shepherd of your soul today. Amen. That's willing. That's capable. Amen. That's laid down his life. 
amen, for the sheep. He's laid down his life already. The, shepherd, the thief came in to kill, amen, but the shepherd says, no, I'd rather die than anyone die in my place. I'm going to die for you. Jesus Christ has died for you. Amen. That's how his kingdom works. That's how being a part of his family works. You become a member of his family. Amen. You realize the shepherd's willing to lay down his life for you. Hallelujah. Praise God. Real sheep look. Jesus says. My sheep hear my voice. They recognize his voice. They recognize and understand the voice of the shepherd. Amen. They know the voice of the one that's going to protect them. They know the voice of the one that's going to save them. They know the one that's there that's concerned. And every time they, 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 they tune, and I was reading about this, amen, this has always intrigued me, this, this, this subject and this topic and how, 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 how sheep are typed in, in, uh, in the fold of God. Amen. There was a story I was reading about how uh, in the Far East, in the Middle East, they, uh, there, there could be many times thousands and thousands of sheep at, together at the same time and many different shepherds. And, and you can first on look, there's just, it just looks like kind of chaos. Amen. But as they, as they come out of that fold in the morning time, as they, as they go out to feed and go out to water, amen, that shepherds, they just start taking off. And, and they start, they, the bio, uh, the, and it says that many times they would name and have names for the sheep and they would identify them per, uh, as, as, as individuals. Amen. And then and it, all at the same time, the shepherds just began talking. It just began saying the names of the sheep, just began talking. And, and, and as they walked and they got farther away from the fold, amen, they say that in that big cluster, you can start to see lines. Amen. Amen. Of those sheep starting to come in behind. Amen. That voice of the shepherd. Amen. That they call theirs. That one that they've been listening to. The one that they've been. And, and so as they lead, all the shepherd does, all he's got to do is begin to say, hey, so-and-so, uh, hey, so-and-so, and, and just begin to talk and probably pet the, pet the heads and just making sure there's any looking out for anything coming. And, and he go, he, where's he going? Uh, all the sheep go, I don't know, but I'm just, I, I know this is the one I've got to follow. That's the voice I've got to follow after. Amen. And they show up. I'm tell, I, I just got a feeling if you could get into the mind of a sheep, they'd get there and go, ooh, this grass looks really good. And they just start eating, not realizing that the shepherd had an intention, had a plan all along, had a purpose all along. Amen. And then they go, boy, I'm getting kind of thirsty. And all of a sudden, they, 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 they just keep listening to the voice and go, wow, this water just happened to magically appear. It's amazing. And, and uh, day in and day out, they just eat and they drink. Amen. And their needs are taken care of. Amen. And a wolf come or, or, or something come into the flock. Uh, amen. Uh, but you know what? Many times, I don't know if the, the sheep... Uh, in the fold, really understand what's going on. But I think that the shepherd sees and tries to stop before it ever gets to become an issue. I'm talking about more than just getting into the fold. I'm talking about staying in the fold. Praise God. Hallelujah, 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 amen. The Apostle Peter, Jesus, uh, Jesus talked to him. And there was, we, most of us will, I, this is something I'm learning, uh, Pastor. Uh, I think we, I as well, tend to say, well, we know the story, we understand. And, uh, and uh, there's one time, Brother Adam, told me, he said, I don't know the story. Yeah, I, you have never heard you preach this. And, uh, and so we got to understand, I, I try to take, not to take that for granted, but understand that Jesus and, and the Apostle Peter had a conversation, amen, and, and he says, Peter, do you love me? He said, yes, and he goes on, he basically says, you need to feed my sheep, feed my sheep, amen, he was saying, you're going to take care of my sheep, hallelujah, amen, Jesus came and established the church. Amen. And he set forth Peter and says, feed the flock, feed my sheep. Amen. Amen. And we read this, this principle, amen, where the Lord establishes, amen, Peter. And then Peter, we understand, the one that unlocked the keys of the kingdom of God. The apostle Peter, amen, he took some instructions from the Lord and says, okay, now I've got to feed the flock. Praise the Lord. Now, the Apostle Peter in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 1 through 4, 
This is the Apostle Peter after some time in his ministry, after, after preaching on the day of Pentecost, after, after ministering and after leading the church and, and opening the door, amen, to the, to, to, the, to the world, amen, to the Samaritans, to the, to the Jews, to the Gentiles, and, and, and that door of salvation having been opened, amen, and him leading the church, praise God, and, and him going forth in this whole concept, understand, Jesus didn't say, well, for right at the moment, amen, there was a principle Peter, I believe, remembered and understood and, and grasped that day, Amen. In 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 1, it says, The elders which are among you. This is the Apostle Peter. And, and what that means, he was talking about the elders of those, amen, that were overseers of churches and, and, and the pastors in, in the local area. He says, the elders, he's talking specifically to these pastors, if you will. He says, I exhort who am also an elder and a witness of the sufferings of Christ and also a partaker of the glory that shall be revealed. He's speaking to the, these elders, to these, these overseers, to these pastors, if you will. And he tells them, feed the flock of God, which is among you, taking the oversight thereof. Amen. I'm talking about staying in the fold. I'm talking about staying saved. I'm talking, I'm talking about making sure you're okay. I'm talking about making sure this is God's plan. Amen. This is a flock. Amen. This is a flock of God. If you take this again, bear with me and go with me here for just a moment. Amen. We have a church here in Olathe, Kansas, and there's a church being born in Gardner and and Lynn Valley, and, and you think across the country, all the churches, amen, that are across this country, and then across the world, and even more so uh, our connection now with the, with the work in Africa, amen. I'm talking about God's kingdom. His, uh, is, is, is if you look at the kingdom of God, as he is a, his, this is his flock, it's his kingdom, it's his people, amen. He is establishing Amen. He set something in motion with the Apostle Peter. He says, okay, as this thing grows, you're going to have to oversee, amen, some folks. You're going to have to oversee and take care of the flock. Amen. You're going to have to make sure, amen, everything that I've come to do, you've got to make sure to be my representative. You've got to make sure to take care of the people of God that I, I've put in your charge. Amen. And Peter, he talks to them and says, you guys got to feed the flock. This thing's growing. Man, men of God, pastors, you, I'll tell you, I exhort you guys got to make sure the flock's taken care of. This was God's plan. God's plan. The Apostle Peter didn't come up with this on his own. He didn't say, well, I want to make sure I'm in charge, so I'm going to be over some people. No, God said, he says, listen, Jesus told everybody, says, I'm the door. I'm going to oversee this flock. And as the flock grew, he says, okay. I'm going to need some help. Peter, now I'm going to make you a shepherd. And you're going to have to watch over the sheep. Hallelujah. He says, taking the oversight, not by constraint, but willingly, not for filthy lucre, but of a ready mind, neither as being lords over God's heritage, but being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd shall appear, you shall receive a crown of glory that fadeth not away. I don't know about you, but the Apostle Peter had a revelation, I believe. I think Apostle Peter kind of, I'm talking, he had a revelation. He's telling these pastors, he says, listen, if you'll do this, if you take the oversight, amen, if you do this willingly, and you do this for the reasons that God has established. If you do this for a purpose, amen. Amen. Not as being Lord over God's heritage, but understanding what this whole purpose is. There's a thief out there. If you understand and realize there's a thief, and you'll take care of your church, and you'll take care of people because there is a thief out there. Amen. You can't trust a thief. You can't trust a robber. Amen. Amen. I'm talking about trusting in God and trusting in the shepherd to take care of you. The apostle Peter says, hey, if you'll do this, when the chief shepherd shall appear. Amen. You're going to receive a crown of glory that fadeth not away. Amen. I'm talking about a purpose of being in the kingdom of God. Whenever you choose, amen, I'm going to come into the door. You're making a choice. Amen. To join the flock of God in the kingdom of God. And God's plan and intention is he's got a shepherd watching for his sheep. Hallelujah. There's a special relationship. Amen. I just kind of struggled last night, yesterday, kind of where to go with this today, this, this concept. Amen. But God just would not let me get rid of this. This is the kingdom of God. This is the kingdom of God. 
the Apostle Peter says, the chief shepherd shall appear. And your crown, who's he talking to? The elders, the overseers. He says, your crown will not fade if you take the oversight. Now listen, this chief shepherd has got full control of the flock. He's got the full control. He's got, this wasn't just something he created. There, there, was, there was an actual, this was, a, was is replicated in this whole kingdom of God, this whole flock of God. Amen. It's still, it's customary. Customary in the Far East, over in the Middle East. Amen. It has been for however long. Probably back, I'm surely back into the, to the days where uh, Jesus is talking and Peter is talking. Amen. There's just large numbers of sheep. That was their currency. That was, the, that was how they, their, their wealth. And now everything that they, they had, it wasn't like I've got a job and I raise sheep. It was, no, I raise sheep. That was what I do. I'm a shepherd. That's, that was their job. Amen. And uh, at any time, potentially up to 10,000 of these uh, sheep could, could, could congregate and make a flock of sheep. Large numbers of animals, amen, together. And you can only imagine, imagine uh, uh, 10,000 animals in one location. 10,000 animals keeping that organized and keeping that together. Amen. What opportunities could you just fathom, amen, and in, in, in think just strictly, amen, the, 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 in this actual sheep situation. What could go wrong? What could happen? You got 10,000 animals together, amen, and hungry wolves and hungry prey, amen, disease could get in. If you ever get any kind of sickness within, amen, just look at the church, amen. One person gets the flu, everybody gets the flu. Amen. It's like it just happens. It's just you, you get a bunch of people together, a bunch of these animals together, and there's no telling. There's all kinds of things that could happen. Amen. Amen. You got to make sure that you take them to the right locations. 10,000 animals got to have a lot of water, got to have a lot of food, got to have a lot to take care of them. Amen. There's gotta, you got to be careful not to take them on sleep, uh, not, not sleep, steep, steep slopes and, and where the terrain isn't rough. Uh, and, and, and that's why uh, the, 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 sh the shepherd. Amen. Uh, uh, we read about the, uh, the Lord. He leads me beside still waters. Because he knows, hey, sheep are unstable. i got to make sure and bring them to a place that's stable. Bring them to a place that's safety, uh, that's sure. Amen. And we've got all these animals. Amen. That these, the, the, these actual shepherds. Uh, 10,000 or so composing a flock. But those would be divided. Potentially up to 1,000 in each group. Amen. So you start to divide. You start to, 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 to divide this larger number, amen, to potentially uh, a thousand. And over those thousand, amen, you have up to five shepherds and, and five sheep dogs. So God's beginning to set authority up in his kingdom. Why? Is it because the, well, I need to have the, the chief shepherd and the assistant chief shepherd and then the vice chief shepherd and then, no, 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 no. It's because there's 10,000 animals that he wants to make sure he'll leave 99 to go find one. He's caring more about the sheep than he does the man. He cares about more. He cares more about his sheep than anything else. He cares more about your safety. God cares about you getting to heaven more than sometimes I think we care about getting to heaven. Amen. I think God's got more concern about where we go and what we do and how we, how we behave and how we act. Amen. Than we do. Amen. And all the time it's like, uh, well, it's fine. You know, we're dancing along here along the rocky road. Amen. Along uh, Wolf, Wolf Row. And we don't care. But you know what? Hey, I'm having a good time. I'm talking about being saved, staying a part of the kingdom of God. You've entered the door. Why don't you plan on staying around a while? I'd like to see you stay. I'd like to walk the streets of glory with you. I'd like to get to heaven. Amen. It's all dependent if we're willing, amen, to stay in, to go in and to come out and to pasture. Amen. All according to God's plan and all according to God's authority that he's established in his flock. Amen. Five, tri five, five shepherds and five sheepdogs. My mind kind of got... Kind of twisted. I, could, I didn't know how the sheepdog fit in. I, I understand, like, I, I know, I know, I know physically what the sheepdog did. Maybe I'm wrong, Pastor. You give me the boot if I'm wrong here. But uh, uh, I got to thinking about that. This division God has has likened us to. Amen. There's a division there, and, and I understand the the over shepherds that. 
or under the five additional four shepherds. I got to thinking about the sheep, sheep dog. Thinking, who's that? <laughs> who's that in this mix? And it kind of hit me and went, I think I am. I kind of think I'm a sheep dog. What I really, what I really I believe that was speaking to is, you know what? It's those who help the shepherd feel the burden to keep. They're trained. These sheepdogs are trained to keep safety, to, to watch out for issues, to watch out because a shepherd can't be everywhere. And so those that the shepherd, he, he says, you want, they were, they were chosen, those animals, those shepherds were chosen by the chief shepherd. Amen. So you can look and say, well, you can look at a person, you can look at an individual, amen, that may have, sur that, that, that may be, your pastor, Bishop Rickett, has, has surrounded himself with her elders in his life or different ones in the church and go, well, I don't know about this one. Hold on a second. The chief shepherd was the true one. He was the one that made, gave final approval. The chief shepherd gave approval of who, amen, got to help out with the sheep. Amen. And it was his purpose. It was his kingdom. Amen. It's his plan. Praise God. And I began to think, uh, Lord, I, I, I'm thankful, amen, to be counted as a part of your kingdom. And as part of, you know what, I, God give me, amen, a hunger and a desire Amen. To help my man of God. Hallelujah. Are you willing to help your pastor? Are you willing to help? Amen. Amen. To keep those, uh, the, the enemies away. Praise God. I'm telling you, you know, it was, uh, they were necessary. They were needed. Amen. And, and, and the sheep that would despise the sheepdogs were in essence despising the shepherds and the chief shepherd. Praise God. Hallelujah. I think Brother Jared's a sheep, sheepdog. I know he's a sheepdog. You know why? Because he's got the heartbeat of his pastor. He's got the concern of the sheep. He's got the concern, amen, of the flock. You know, Brother Brandon is a chosen vessel of God to do a work for God. Amen. If you don't believe that, far from the truth you're as far from the truth as you could be Brother Brandon Hilton is an anointed man of God called to do a special purpose for the kingdom of God hallelujah I don't know if you're aware and I don't want to steal anybody's thunder but I'm talking if you have not and understand what has taken place in Lacey or Lynn Valley Kansas I would encourage you educate yourself on what's happening there Educate yourself on the process that God is taking shape into that, that community, into the people there. Amen. Educate yourself on what God is doing there. Amen. God is building a church. God is doing great things. Amen. Amen. And it goes back to there's a, there's a man. Amen. There's a sheepdog. Amen. That's been fighting. Amen. There's a sheepdog that's got a hunger to save sheep. Amen. I'm talking, amen, about helping your man of God, helping your pastor. Amen. Uh, working with him, working alongside him. Amen. All for the sake of why? Amen. Because there is a thief. There is a devil. Amen. That's real. Amen. There is a devil that's out there. Amen. Trying to destroy you and your family. Praise God. Amen. I sure wish we were running the aisles this morning. That made me feel better. chief shepherd chooses those shepherds below him. It's up to the chief shepherd to chastise those below him that don't obey what he has called them to do. Again, this is the physical shepherds, right? So he chastises them if need be. If, they, if they're getting out of line, doing things their own way, the chief shepherd steps in and, and corrects amen his overseer and potentially will discharge them at will. If need be, praise God. Amen. God doesn't need the help of little sheep. God doesn't need the help of the lambs. Amen. Amen. I was going to say a corny joke, but I don't think I should. Amen. It was a bad joke. Oh, Lord, help me, Jesus. Praise God. But the chief shepherd, chief shepherd, his oversight, 
Jesus is oversight. And he's, he knows what's going on with this church. He knows what's going on. He knows who he's put in place. He knows what's taking shape. He knows what's going on. Amen. And if need be, he corrects. He, if need be, he chastises. If need be, he discharges. Amen. He lets go. It's up to the chief shepherd. Amen. Amen. He himself, uh, uh, this chief shepherd, must have four or five hundred sheep or, and be strong and active and intelligent in, in, in how to pasture animals and how to, how, how to lead forth animals. Amen. And, and to be able to discern the weather and be able to discern, amen, the sky and be able to know what's coming down the road and, 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 and what's uh, temperatures and, and rain or, or the things that are going to affect, uh, amen, the, 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 the feeding process and the, and the health of the animals. Amen. And, and, and where we live now, I'm, I, I've been doing some research and looking. We, got, we have a desire. We're going to try to maybe raise a few animals, amen, just for, for fun, for own sake. But regardless, amen, as you begin to study so many things, uh, uh, cattle are, are this way, amen. Weather, amen, affect uh, the, the taste of the meat. Weather uh, or how they're treated, amen, and, and, and wh what type of corral they're in and what type of uh, food that they eat and all of these things, amen. The chief shepherd, amen, he's got to understand these things. He's got to know where to put them and he's got to know all these things. He's got to be able to discern. You've you, you got to go through and you've got to look, amen. You've got to look at the, the environment that they're going to be in and make sure there's no poisonous, amen, plants and make sure there's no barbed wire that's in the, in, in the corral and make sure there's nothing along the fence lines that are going to injure the animal. You've got to make sure that all these things, amen, amen, that, a, that an animal has no clue about. Amen. But the chief shepherd's got to understand. Amen. He's got to know the diseases of the sheep. We'll talk about that just for a moment. This is something that's interesting too in, in cattle that, you know, when an animal gets a, gets a sickness or gets pink eye or gets some kind of something, Amen. You know what they do? They seclude the animal. And they treat the animal. And they give it time. Just to make sure that not everyone else is infected. That's what you that's what you do with the, with an animal that's got some kind of sick of sickness. Amen. You get a cow, this is you get a cow with pink eye, you isolate it, you seclude it. And you actually can stitch the eyes shut. That I know of, a secluded animal that's been set aside because of some kind of sickness or some kind of disease has never turned and looked at their, their, their shepherd or their cowboy and said, why am I in this pen by myself? I'm okay. There's nothing wrong with me. It's, it's, I've got this because you're, it's your fault. You're, you're the issue here. No, the, 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 the animal just, they just wait and they heal up. And you know what happens? Once the shepherd understands that everything's going to be okay and then they get a clear, clear and clean bill of health, they open the door and they get to go back into the fold. Amen. I thank God. I thank God for a shepherd that can discern the disease of sin that wants to enter into the flock. I hope you do, too. A, a, a shepherd that will say, hey, this is a disease. This is a sickness. And I see signs and I'm concerned. Oh, hallelujah. I, 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 I see, you know what, this, this pink eye, you, you start, there's things that you start to see before it really gets full blown. I see that in you. I see the signs starting to come about. Why, why don't we just take a little step aside here and let's make sure, let's medicate this. Let's do some, maybe some shots are in order, or a salve. How about maybe some extra praying, and, and how about some time alone and fasting, and some, how about some commitment, amen, amen, to, 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 to me, and how about some commitment in your life, amen, to se separate yourself, amen, from that which is causing the disease. I'm thankful, amen, that I've got a shepherd, amen, he doesn't have to like, Oh man, everybody's everybody's got uh, uh, all this going, on, all these diseases, and then it's too late, and the whole herd dies. Praise God, Amen. Not trying to kill any spirit here today. I'm talking about, Amen. Living in the fold. Many say, "Well, I got the Holy Ghost, but I don't see sheep running around bragging." Saying, "I went in the door, I made it in." As he's getting eaten by the wolf. Thank God I got in the door. 
Yeah, but you didn't stay in the fold. The shepherd warned you about going out there. The shepherd warned you about messing with that. The shepherd warned you, amen, about where you should and shouldn't go in the fringes. That's usually where the problems occur. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm about done. I'm sure we're going to have a shout down when I get through. Sister Becca, would you come? I'm thankful for the door. I'm thankful for the door of salvation. When you're here today, if you never entered the door, you need to enter the door. Amen. John, Jesus spoke in John chapter 3 about being born again. That was his plan. The plan that Jesus set forth, he says, you must be born again of water and of spirit. That was the plan. That's it. I tell people, I said, that's it. You've got to be born again of water and spirit. Now, let's start to figure out what does that mean to be born of water and of spirit. Well, when Jesus gave the apostle Peter the keys of the kingdom, we see pretty quickly what that means. We see when asked, what do we do to be saved? Well, Jesus said, you've got to be born of water and of spirit. That's why the Apostle Peter said to repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. You've got to be born of water. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And you must be born of the Spirit. Or you can't enter the kingdom of God. That's why. If there's any other way, if it's if you just accept the Lord as your personal Savior, you just believe. Jesus never said that. It's not in the Bible. And I always, I've gone through this before with folks and said, why does this, I always tell them, I don't know why nobody preaches this. It's right here. It's plain. That's the door. Getting into the door, amen, is a part of, you've got to do that to be saved. You've got to have that salvation experience. You've got to be born of water and of spirit. You've got to be baptized in Jesus' name. Amen. Baptism counts. It matters. It's not optional. Amen. You've got to be born of water and of spirit. It's got to be done in his name. Amen. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there's none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. It's it. Amen. Do all things in his name. We've got to do it in the name of Jesus. Amen. That's how it's got to be performed. Amen. And we're buried with him in baptism. Amen. If you ever bury a lost or a loved one, if you ever go, I'm talking, you bury someone all the way into the ground. It's, it's a fully uh, a depth, amen, six foot under the earth. Amen. But I'm talking about being buried in Jesus' name. Amen. It's no different. You get fully submerged and fully on the depths of the water. Amen. Sprinkling won't uh, bury you. Amen. Just a little touch of water won't bury you. Amen. But a full submersion, submersion of, amen, uh, into a tank. Uh, amen. And baptized in his name washes away your sins and rid you of the guilt of your past and cleans your life up so that the Spirit of God can come down and fill you with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank the Lord today for the door. Praise God. Thank God for the door. But today I've just kind of come with a burden on my heart. that the apostles preached and taught throughout the rest of the after you, you get into Romans all the way through the end of the, end of the book is that the message is okay, watch be careful watch and be careful Don't, there's going to be thieves come in and there's going to be deceivers come in and teach false doctrine amen said, hey, I got my claim to fame. Look at all these people I just won to God. But no, he felt compelled to send forth letters. To send forth and says, okay, guys, listen. Now that you're in the fold, now that you're a part of the kingdom of God, I want you to stay in the kingdom of God. I want you to be saved. I don't want anything to come up that's going to distract, take you away and pluck you from the kingdom of God. 
Amen. There was a young man, Demas. He was in the church. He was a helper of Paul. Paul says, you know what? Demas has left me. He's chosen this present world. He's chosen something. He's given up. He's walked away from the fold. I'm sure it just crushed the heart of the apostle Paul. shepherd that receives direction from the chief shepherd with the requirement that the orders are followed precisely or he himself would be reprimanded or terminated by the chief shepherd the under shepherd must learn the heartbeat of the shepherd the chief shepherd he must learn of the chief shepherd for what's safest for the flock what's best for the people of God when situations come up and there's a drought how to still find water how to find water in the midst of the drought in the dry place in your life and you think there's no other way I see no way that I'm just I'm so miserable. My life is, is, a, is a wreck. But the undership would say, listen, I know what you feel like. I know how the circumstances look. But if you just begin to worship God in the midst of the trial, that don't make sense. Yeah, I know, but I saw the undership or the chief shepherd. He's, he, I get into his word, and his word says, in his presence, there's fullness of joy. In his presence, there's pleasures forevermore. Yeah, but you don't know what you're talking about. You don't understand. I know what the shepherd has told me. You'll drink if you just fill yourself with his presence. Hallelujah. We stand today. Don't you want to get to heaven? Isn't that what we're, we're talking about here? That's what I'm trying to get us to understand today. Amen. Everything that goes on, everything, the voice of the shepherd, amen, speaks. Hallelujah. Amen. And we say sometimes, well, how close can I get to the wolf without it biting me? Well, there's one way to find out, I guess. God. We're, we're trying to get to heaven. We're trying to get beyond this life. When you take your last breath, are you in the fold or not? 
There's one door. There's one way in. Amen. But are we going to stay in? Are we going to? Or, or are we going to? Our life going to end in, in, in some form of destruction, some form of of, of failure? Praise God. I'm talking to you. Let us reach out and ask God. God, help me to stay in the fold. God, I, I'm committing to more than just uh, entering in. I, I want to stay in. Hallelujah. Praise God. I want you to lift your voices unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Seek the face of God today. Hallelujah. We need you today.